Hi, I'm Alvian Lyons. And I'm Doug Weiss. And welcome to Love Life. So, Douglas, we've had a theme over the last couple of months that really speak to real connection, meaningful relationships, how we define those things, um, what they really mean to us. I mean, we've kind of been peeling back some layers where that's concerned. And we were asked a question. And the question is, are you a good friend? So I would ask, how would you define what it means to be a good friend? And then by virtue of that definition, how would you answer that question? Without wise and wonderful Douglas Weiss. <laughs> <laughs> well, the neither wise nor wonderful. Uh, She'll answer as follows. Well. Yeah, but I'll, I'll <laughs> take a shot at it anyway. Uh, to me, uh, friendship and relationship are interchangeable words. Okay. Um. By that, I mean that a friendship is something that you invest in, in the way that you invest in a relationship. A friendship is one that requires of you, um, to use the word that you first introduced in our conversations um, about true love, mm-hmm. uh, requires a vulnerability, a transparency, and requires um, honesty. Hmm. So a friend is someone who is invested in me and in whom I am invested. Mutual investment. Mm -hmm. A friend is someone who is both willing and able to be honest with me. Not easy. (laughs) And likewise, again, the mutuality of experience. And a friend is someone who places my welfare, at least, at the least, on, on a level plane with their own. I think if we held that standard <laughs> in our lives, many of the people we call friend might not meet that definition. Meet that standard, right? Yeah. They'd because be think, associates. You know, we in the last few episodes we've we've talked about kind of casualness in the use of language, mm-hmm. and certainly as it applies to the word love and true love. And intimacy. And intimacy. And here again, I think we have another one of those descriptors of relationship that um, get used awfully casually. Oh, Oh, yes. Joe's a friend of mine. Oh, and it's even worse now with social media. Mm -hmm. We're friends on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Like it's, oh, it's so cavalier. I say this not in a boastful way because there's nothing worth boasting about, but, you know, I have... 300 and some odd people, and that's probably, you know, piker by social media standards, on Facebook. I did not, quote, friend Mm -hmm. these people. How 
were connected. How that came about, I suspect, has more to do with sort of the the way in which Facebook works and which people that you know, because they consciously, mm-hmm. you know, put you in the position of having to friend if you want to have a connection with this person. Right. Um, that's, to me, just an extension of this dumbing down of the meaning of friend. Um, you know, I have oh, a lot of acquaintances. Sure. I have a lot of people I have met in my professional and personal life. Um, to say that they're my friends right. is really not true. Right. That's I mean, I accept the social convention of it. And it's even not true to say that, you know, there, there are people I see frequently who are part of my social circle um, who... I would describe as friends of mine. Mm-hmm. If I were to be bluntly honest, there's only a handful. Agreed. That meet the definition that I brought up earlier. The people who have been there consistently throughout my life for as long as I have known them have been there for me. Who I can count on. Who I expect and have demonstrated that they are willing to be honest with me, supportive, Mm -hmm. and people who will be part of my life as long as we both are in a position to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, friend is not as elastic a, a notion as perhaps it is for for Others. other people. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I, you used a word that I think is so apropos for how we are to define friendship. It's a, friendship is a, an issue of investment, and investment for me really speaks to sacrifice. What am I willing? to give up for you. And I have referenced this before when we were doing a segment on true love, but I have learned how to be a true friend as a byproduct of someone being an incredible friend to me. And I've talked about Chelsea before, but I just, whenever I think about love and friendship, she's the first person I think about um, because of the way in which she does friendship. And I can't speak for what it's like for anybody else to be friends with her, but to be on the other side of her love, to be on the other side of her friendship, to understand what it really means for someone to be willing to give of themselves in order to, to see the best happen for you. Chelsea happens to be a a lupus warrior. So, you know, Mm -hmm. she's, actively fighting against um, a disease that I absolutely believe she will conquer without question. Mm -hmm. But there are days that I know that she pushes past how she feels in order to be there for me without my request. And sometimes I have to look at her and say, you need to go back home. Like we, it's okay. I can do this. I don't, you don't need to do this. And she'll push anyway, because she is that kind of friend that I am going to be there for you for as long as I'm capable of being there for you. And in deeper yet, and you better let me. 
So sometimes I have to just <laughs> let her be there for me because it is it is so wired inside of her that love is to give and to serve and to be there. And I if if you think about Gary Chapman's work on the five love languages mm-hmm. for instance. So when your inclination to love is through your language. And for me, love is often quality time and words of affirmation. So I tend to love in the same way. I tend to give love in the same way that I like to receive love. But for other people, they may need, in order for them to be able to hear, I love you, they need you to be able to deliver that love in a language that they speak. And her love is often in acts of service. She is always there for me. And I did not have a concept of what it feels like to have somebody be there for you like that. I was always the friend you can call at three o'clock in the morning and it doesn't matter. I don't mind sacrificing my sleep to be there because language for me were words of affirmation. That's how I would love. But to understand what it feels like to have someone show up for you to be present for you, to sit by your bedside when you are sick, to go pick up your prescription for you if you need something, to be there for your kids if you're at that point in your life, to understand the friendship through the lens of service one to another, change the way I understood friendship such that I wanted to be a better friend to her and to the other people in my life because I could feel what it's like to have someone be there for you like that, Mm -hmm. that I understood what a good friend does. And I recognize to your point that I am only a good friend to a small group of people because those are the people I will get out of my bed for at three o'clock in the morning. Those are the people that if I have it in my bank account, then you're going to be okay. Those are the people that I don't worry about myself first. I think about what it is that you need and then we'll figure out the rest after the fact. Friendship is an investment at real levels, but the return that comes from that cannot be measured. It's it's the thing that you take with you past the grave. Mm-hmm. And I would never know those things had it not been for what she's taught me inside of friendship, how to really be a good friend to yeah. someone. Well, I think, you know, the, there are degrees of friendship. That oh, is to sure. say that, that there are many people in my life for whom I do things that require considerable effort on my part, mm-hmm. but I would not count them I do agree with you. As friends. I do agree with you. I have some that Only because fall in our, that category. <laughs> it's possible that we could become friends. Right. It's possible that, you know, if time and circumstances permitted, we would invest sufficiently in each other to become friends by the definition, again, that I used earlier. Or in my situation, or that we were friends. Yeah. But because of the history we share, I still do these things for you out of respect for that history, but we may not really be friends at this point in our life. Yeah. Peg and I were talking about this the other day because uh, she has a quote unquote friend mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> who is in a similar profession mm-hmm. and who makes frequent and significant um, requests on her time and resources mm. to help her professionally. 
And I have, in the time that I've known this individual, never seen them reciprocate. I knew you were going to say that. Um, it seems to be a one-dimensional kind of relationship. Um, what you can do for me, not necessarily what I can do for you. Great point. Now, I, I, and so I, I ask Peg, well, so why do you do that? Not to be provocative, but just I was curious to mm -hmm. know. And you know, she allowed us to how she wondered herself sometimes, but that she felt that this was something that she wanted to do. And I, that speaks volumes about who her, she is, who right? Who she is. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think, in the same sense, that there are, you know, I recently uh, uh, someone I barely knew, I mean, really barely knew, um, but a colleague mm -hmm. hadn't seen, talked to them in, I don't know, 12 years. Oh, ages. So not, mm -hmm. you know, not somebody that I kept regular contact with. Called me out of the blue. There was a job opening someplace where I knew somebody. Could I be of some help? Mm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Now, you could say, well, this is not a big deal, right. Doug. I mean, what's, it, what's that require of you? Well, it required of me getting in touch with people, writing a note, mm -hmm. um, following up, spending an hour on the phone with this person, giving them an understanding of the organization that they might mm -hmm. go to work for, um, and some advice about how to handle the interview. And so, I mean, all told, it required maybe an hour or two of my time, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think twice about doing it. And I've never thought, I mean, I've always been more than happy to do that for people as long as I can ethically and responsibly mm -hmm. do so. Um, for some people, that's friendship. Absolutely not. <laughs> not for me. Right. Absolutely not. That's just Kind right, that's connection. That's connection, social network, obligation, right, networking. That's, yeah, that's not um, friendship. And not to be cranky about this, but I do think that, that we've allowed our sense of, of what it means to, to be a friend to become less impactful, less important, more casual. Um, and I don't just mean in the everyday sense, but the whole notion of, you know, these are my friends. This is my family right. that is sometimes used. And if you really probe into it, you find out that... It's not. Nah. Yeah. I'm with you on that because people who are in my intimate circle find out very quickly that friendship for us is family. And family is investment and sacrifice. And we call it our red zone that, you know, not every... There are lots of rings and there are lots of people who are part of those rings, but not everybody is inside of your red zone. And that's where friendship and family really rests. The people that you will lay it down for. Mm -hmm. And when you have that, that is an enormous gift. But it is not going to be the 5,000 people that you have on Facebook, for sure. Well, we certainly hope that you have some true friends in your life. Uh, we've enjoyed being with you last few minutes as always hope that you'll be back next week and we want to thank Kamaria Mason our producer Todd Washburn our recording engineer and you our listeners if you have some thoughts would like to write to us please it's Alvian at lovelife.digital or Doug at lovelife.digital and we'd be very pleased to hear from you 
we'll write back. Mm-hmm. And if you mm-hmm. have some thoughts for a show, we'd be happy to do it. We would love to take that up on air. See you next week, folks. Have a good one.